Father, tonight we come to you, Lord, and Father, the burden is heavy. Lord, you've shown us, dear God, that the war is close. And Lord, you're telling in prophetic word all over the places, Lord, that this is true. But Lord, the church is still sleeping. Lord, the church, which it shouldn't be called the church, it should be called the called out assembly. And Lord, it shouldn't be called the gospel because the actual meaning is the good news. Lord, they do not know what good is. They do not know the news. They do not know, dear Lord, that you opened your words at this time as you promised you would. And dear Lord, you did it in 2003 until now. And it has not been received by the people. And Lord, the people do not understand, dear Lord, that in this time you told them, dear Lord, in Zephaniah three eighteen, that dear Lord, you're going to gather those who sorrow over the assembly. But, Lord, the people rejoice in the churches. They rejoice, dear God, in their assemblies. They rejoice. And, dear Lord, they love to go into churches and stand in the aisles and sing the praise songs. But, Lord, they do not know that you're angry. And, dear Lord, that you're saddened by the sorrow of this that you see. Because, dear Lord, the people do not see that they do not know the knowledge of truth and that the shepherds are not teaching the truth. Lord, they do not understand your word. And dear Lord, they're no different than the people in in your day when you came on the earth. At that time, dear Lord, our churches are the same. And you testified to this in the first three invitations of the Zechariah, I mean, in, in Luke 14, 15 to 24, when you go to the shepherds and the elders and the ones who should know the scriptures, Lord, the teachers and so forth. And Lord, they all reject you. And Lord, they say that, you know, they got bought a piece of land. Dear Lord, it's like their own territory. Lord, they're going to set up their own kingdom. And Lord, they set up their own churches, build these great buildings, dear Lord, with even athletic centers for the youth. And they say that's the only way we can attract the kids. And dear Lord, they're not putting any food in these people's hearts. Lord, you said in Zephaniah 3.18, dear Lord, that you're going to gather those who ate the bread of sorrow. Lord, people do not understand, dear Lord, at this time, you're looking for those who understand your instruction of Joel 2, 12 to 20. Why is it so important for the people to gather that until they fulfill the word and fulfill the fact, dear God, that they must, dear Lord, be sanctified, set apart from the world by your words. They will not be brought out of this time. Lord, the oil that they have, dear Lord, the knowledge of the words that they have will go out. Lord, you warned them that the light in many of the churches, and there is light in these churches. Dear Lord, it's going to go out from them. It's going to be put out because many of these shepherds, dear God, have signed on to service the works of the evil one, dear Lord, the king of the, of the and dear Lord, all the princes that follow them, the king of the north, the king of the world, as you mentioned in Daniel eleven forty three to 45. Lord, the same one that's going to go out to annihilate many. Dear Lord, why would we follow at this time, dear Lord, somebody who's going to go out to kill others? Dear Lord, you told us through Paul in Ephesians 6, dear God, that we are to shod our feet, dear Lord, with the preparation of the good news of peace. Dear Lord, that we are to have, dear God, the shield, dear Lord, the breastplate of righteousness. Lord, that the arrows of Satan could not penetrate us because righteousness outweighs evil. 
But Lord, we're, we're instead, dear Lord, we're being like the world. And Father, we're not looking for peace. We're looking for our own vindication or our own desires. And dear Lord, even the shepherds, their God, looking to find a way to save Israel. When, Lord, you tell them in Ezekiel 36, dear God, that the nation, dear Lord, and their leaders have perverted their word wherever they went. And, dear Lord, they do not realize, dear God, that you sent the message of the kingdom to the Gentiles, and the Gentiles are supposed to take the message of the kingdom back to Israel at this time. Lord, they will not hear the message because, dear Lord, they hear your speaking, but they cannot discern your words. Lord, they cannot understand the basic, dear Lord, of something very simple. Dear Lord, like why would you tell them, dear Lord, to gird their loins with truth? Dear Lord, we pray that they would understand, dear Lord, uh, they girded their waist with truth, their loins with truth. Dear Lord, what do they mean by this? Dear Lord, you said your truth reaches unto the clouds and that all your works are done in truth. And Lord, they're supposed to eat the bread of sorrows at this time. You told them, dear Lord, not to eat the bread of man, the bread of the mankind. You said that in Ezekiel 24. You told them, don't eat the bread of man, but eat the bread of the kingdom. You said, blessed is he who eats the bread of the kingdom of God at this time in Luke 14, 15 to 24, but they're not trying to eat that bread of instruction. Lord, you made it very clear in, in Joel 2, 12 to 20, what that instruction is. And Lord, they do not give credit to your words. Lord, you made it very clear that your words are living words. Dear Lord, you spoke the creation came into being because of the words and you gave it from the very beginning of creation. You bear witness that you have words that when you speak them, they do things and they will fulfill the promises that the Father sent out, put in them to do, as it says in Isaiah 55, 11. But Lord, they will not hear this message. They wouldn't hear it from you when you came, dear Lord. Not even the disciples could discern it. Dear Lord, until after the cross, when they had experienced their sorrow, dear Lord, they sorrowed greatly when you died. And dear Lord, they were left to wait until you returned. And then, dear Lord, they were made to understand. Lord, you told us, Dear Lord, in this time, dear Lord, and that you would give a really bad thing. And that was, dear Lord, in Hosea 8.10, you warned them. Dear Lord, because they followed the princes of, of the king, dear Lord, the world king, which you identified them, dear Lord, in, in Daniel 11.43-45 as being that one person, that man who controls the treasuries. Dear Lord of gold and silver, and that's the Rothschild family. And I've testified from personal experience, dear God, that that is Jacob Rothschild, who's the patriarch of the Rothschild families. And dear Lord, I've testified that that Dr. Nancy Nicholson sits next to him. Dear Lord, when they come to have their secret meetings, the top secret meetings, to tell our government and approve what, what they're going to do. Lord, they control everything. They control the Department of Homeland Security, the military, the Pentagon, and all these evil things. And dear Lord, and dear God, they're doing the works of the harlot. Our nation, dear Lord, is a shameful thing. And Lord, the people do not understand the very basic truth that you told them. Dear God, in Zephaniah 3, where you warned them, dear God, that at this time, Lord, in Zephaniah 3, you tell them, dear Lord, that you're going to come and you're going to divide the nations into your kingdoms. And Lord, the reason you're going to do that, dear Lord, is the people are sitting here, dear Lord, and saying, oh, we're the nation of America. And they're protesting the flag and all these other things, dear God. And they're trying to 
take their rights and gain back their money and the Constitution and all these things, dear God, when you told them, dear Lord, you're bringing an end to these nations. You're going to divide them into the kingdoms that they deserve, the ten kingdoms, where their nations are given away because they would not honor you. And Lord, a judgment has already been rendered in Zephaniah 3.8 that these nations are finished. Dear Lord, they're worrying about electing a president. They're worrying about electing a vice president. And Lord, it's all fake and it's fraud. And the people know it. Dear Lord, these ones that are running, dear Lord, are evil people. Because, dear Lord, they're hiding the truth. They know who they're working with. They know who is supporting them. They know who they're serving. And, dear Lord, they know that there is not a president ever elected in over the last hundred years that has not been appointed by the Crown Trust. And, dear Lord, I've testified to that. They told me who's going to be president before it happens. Dear Lord, in meetings with people working for this Crown Trust. Dear Lord, these are evil people. And if people don't understand, they will not believe you in Zephaniah 3.8. Dear Lord, when you said that you're going to divide the nations into your kingdoms, the nations are finished. Dear Lord, there's not going to be in England. There's not going to be any of these. Lord, you're going to give them the kingdoms that they desired to have. Lord, you even testify it in Zephaniah, I mean, in Revelation 17, that the people of the ten kingdoms are going to kill the harlot, destroy the harlot. Lord, the people do not understand that they've already given away their nations. The Crown Trust owns them. They signed the Law of the Sea Treaty. They allowed their leaders to do this evil. Lord, since that time, they've allowed the abortions. They've allowed the blood to be spilled on this nation. Dear Lord, of the children in the womb. Dear Lord, if we would have built, if we would have put a belt of truth around our our loins, dear Lord, the women would not have allowed these abortions to occur. Lord, if we would have sought you to rule our nation and, dear Lord, to, to follow you, you would have controlled the womb. We wouldn't have had to have this birth control. We wouldn't have had to have abortions. Dear Lord, we wouldn't have had any of these things, but we will not trust you. We will not appoint you as king, even though it is required of us in Daniel 9.24. Lord, the people today, dear Lord, the shepherds will not enter into your kingdom until they repent from what they're doing. Be sanctified. Sanctified means they set themselves apart from the world by removing the laws of man, dear Lord, in their life and following your words because you're ruling the world at this time. Dear Lord, they must come out at this time if they want to be saved. Because, dear Lord, in the winter time, you told them the flight's too late. Lord, if they will not come out before the winter, and dear Lord, they must come out and, and receive knowledge. They must be found worthy to enter your kingdom. And that means they have to be found with enough knowledge to enter your kingdom. Lord, they're not checking their oil. They're not seeing that the oil that they have, dear Lord, they're not discerning that the wick that they're drawing the knowledge out of, dear Lord, is being done by the words that are judging them in this time in John twelve forty eight. Lord, we pray that they would understand, dear Lord, you said in Hebrews four twelve that your words are living words. Dear Lord, they discern, they do work. Dear Lord, because they enable your promises, because you said, Father, that your words will never come back to you void, and they will enable the promise that was given to them. And you gave us the example, Lord, that the bread stirs up instruction. You told us this, you showed us this in John 6. Lord, you even showed us, dear Lord, that in, in Genesis, dear God, you put... Dear Lord, the work you, you signed on the second day, you assigned the work to the firmament of being heaven. It has to separate from what goes up and what goes down, and the waters are us. Lord, it's like you are the only one 
That's why John said that, that your blood, when they spruced your side, water and blood came out. Because you're the only one that ever had blood that was of two types. Dear Lord, it was of the Father and of, the, of us. Dear Lord, our blood is made of the waters. We came out of the waters. We will not have the blood of God until, dear Lord, we are changed after we've come out of this time and been resurrected. Lord, then we'll have the blood that's the true blood. The blood that only has one chromosome of the Father and one chromosome of the Holy Spirit, which is the wisdom of God. And dear Lord, there won't be any deceit in it because we'll be true sons of God. Dear Lord, you'll change us in a twinkling of an eye from blood of water to the blood of the kingdom. And that's why John testified that when he first your side, you were the only person to ever live that had blood and water that came out. Because when we're pierced, our blood comes out. It's water. Dear Lord, it's from the waters. We're from the creation. You, you took the particles out of the waters and put them into the earth, as David says in Psalms 139, 15 to 16. But people don't want to believe your truth, Lord. They don't want to believe your words have power and authority. It only made creation, after all. And Lord, you told us we're going to be destroyed at this time from a lack of knowledge. And you tell us, dear Lord, in Revelation 12, that we're going to be destroyed by the flood that comes from the dragon's mouth, which means that the knowledge that we're getting is the words of the devil, which is exactly what you're talking about in John 8, 43 to 47. Father, please help us. We need to understand that the people are not discerning this, Lord, and the shepherds are not teaching this. And Lord, please, Lord, please move upon these churches, Lord. You told us, Lord, in Zephaniah 3, that, dear Lord, you're going to separate those apart that sorrow for the assemblies. And Lord, you told us in, in Joel 2 that we are to gather together. Lord, we're supposed to come out from this world. Dear Lord, and gather together and plead with you to receive us again. Because Lord, the people think they're saved and they're going up to heaven. Many feel good and everything else. And Lord, they're walking in a very dangerous land. Because dear Lord, they're not eating the bread of the kingdom. They're eating the bread of man. Dear Lord, they're not doing anything that's real. Lord, they're teaching some milk, but they're not teaching meat. Lord, you told us, dear God, they must understand what the bread does. They must do what you did. You sent them out to do, speak the words that you spoke, to do the things that you spoke. Lord, there are people, and you gave a good example. Dear Lord, there is people that understand the little things, because, Lord, at this time, you said, dear Lord, the invitation for the shepherds is over. It's time for the blind and the lame and the maimed to come out and receive the word. And Lord, it's a wonderful thing if the people would understand. Dear Lord, you, you said, dear Lord, in Revelation 3, dear Lord, that in this time, in, in 14 to 21, you told them in this time, dear God, that this is the time that we are to feed you. And then you will feed us. Lord, you cannot feed us with the bread of heaven that doesn't heal us. Because nothing from heaven has any darkness in it. And Lord, darkness can't live with light. And Lord, so we know that if the people will hear your word, the main, the blind, the lame, the maimed, dear Lord, those with cerebral palsy, those, dear Lord, with Alzheimer's, those, dear Lord, all these people, dear God, are called by you at this time to come and come to the supper. And Lord, those with Alzheimer's could be healed at this time if the people would pray and unite together because, Lord, it's the same thing. Dear Lord, if we do the way of your plan, Dear Lord, in this day, these people will be healed, but it takes faith. 
And dear Lord, if, if the people would bring out these people, dear God, and gather together as a community, and Lord, they believe in your promises and they would pray for these people, like you told them to do in, in Joel 2, dear Lord, where you're showing these people, dear Lord, to gather together and cry out to you that these people be healed. Lord, the, the Alzheimer's people must be able to think, dear Lord, to receive the word. Because, dear Lord, you're going to cause them to be purified and made white. And, Lord, purified is forgiveness of sin, but they have to understand they have to be forgiven by sin. And, Lord, if those family members would take these people and church leaders, dear God, and bring them out into the streets. Because, Lord, at this time you said go out into the streets of the city and bring these people. And, dear Lord, we pray that they would have enough faith to believe you'll touch them. But, Lord, without faith you will not touch them. Dear Lord, when these people don't understand it, and the faith requires, dear Lord, hearing the word means we have to understand the time we're in. Lord, these people still think they're going to be raptured before the tribulation. They still think they're going to be raptured before they're made spotless, before they put on the righteous acts. Lord, you tell them that they cannot go up until they shine like the firmament of the stars forever. Lord, it takes refinement at this time. They've got to put on the fine linen, the garment of light. And dear Lord, we pray that the people begin to, to gird themselves with a garment of truth, dear Lord, because they'd understand, dear Lord, if these things, it, it, it's, it's like a, a woman making food, dear Lord. Father, if they think about the work and the blessings that you're going to give, like bread, Lord. Dear Lord, we may not know what that great blessing is going to be, but we know, dear Lord, that you're going to do something with it. Dear Lord, like you did with those people, dear Lord, that ate that bread and fish. And dear Lord, it's it's very interesting, dear God, in, in, in Moses and in Isaiah 1, dear Lord, the great prophet Isaiah and the great, great pro man of God, Moses. Lord, he said, listen, O heaven, or hear, O heaven, and then hear, O earth. Lord, when they're speaking your word because you told them to speak the word and not, dear Lord, by their own word but by the words that you speak, by the words of God, in the pure language of heaven. If they speak in that way, because that is the words who are put into the heavens, if we speak in that way, Lord, we know that the earth at this time is going to open its mouth and help us. And Lord, it has all the particles. Lord, it can take back the bad particles and put them where they belong. Dear Lord, it can remove them and it can bring forth the good. Lord, people can be healed by that process, if people have faith. And Lord, the people can be delivered like this if the people have faith. Lord, there's nothing that, that the world can do to overcome this. You said, dear Lord, a sad thing. Dear Lord, a terribly sad thing. Dear Lord, in Hosea 8.10, you said they shall have sorrow a little because of the burden of the king of princes. Lord, we've allowed these leaders to have power. All these kings and princes, dear Lord, what they're talking about is the land of Magog. Lord, Magog is the, the name means king. Lord, it's the king of the north. The king of the north is the king of the world. He told us in Job 26.7, Lord, that the, the, the area inside the firmament, the firmament is the, the north. And Lord, he's king of the world. He's controlling every nation. He is the man who signs over the treasuries of gold and silver of all the nations. And Lord, they're controlled by the money, the stock markets, all this stuff they're controlling. Even the lady that's running the, the global genocide program, dear Lord, reports with him. And then the queen 
is sitting there, dear Lord, doing all this evil stuff. She's overseeing this stuff on the witchcraft side. She's a harlot, Lord. She's feeding the stuff. She was there at the London Olympics, dear Lord, in charge of that terrible, terrible occult show that our people willfully want. Oh, what a wonderful thing. Our, our, our nation is competing. Lord, that's why you're going to take away the right of the nations. You're taking away. Lord, I sat in meetings in 1997, dear God, when, when, the, when the people working with the Crown Trust said that they're going to have a war, a religious war. And it is a religious war. That's what they said it is. And Lord, it's, it's a war of the devil against you. From 1997, I knew that and I've told that to people over and over again. And Lord, I also told them ahead of time what they were going to do to the NASDAQ Stock Exchange because they told me what they were going to do. They told me it was going to be the president a year before the president. Lord, they, they know all these things and the people are totally baffled by this, Lord. I mean, they won't pay attention. There's plenty of people telling them this. And Lord, they will not hear. They don't want to hear. But Lord, in that time, Father, of these things, dear God, these people, dear Lord, they're going to do these things. They said it's a religious war. And Lord, they said that they're going to bankrupt every nation because they have to. Because they've got to cover up all the crimes that they've done with all the currencies how they've done the legal system, how they've cheated the people, how they've used the, the souls of the people. They've traded in our souls. Lord, the people don't realize they've traded in the souls of all the men and women and children. Dear Lord, they've taken the right of life away from all these people. And Lord, you know these things. And Lord, you're saying it in there, Lord. You're going to allow them to do this because we've allowed them to do it. We would not hear you. We would not care about our children. We would not care about understanding truth. We would not put the belt of truth on. Dear Lord, if we would have ate the bread of instruction knowing, dear Lord, and, and preparing it and eating it in a way that we would understand, dear Lord, that this is going to produce instruction that we could understand. Lord, it, the shepherds, dear God, I've met with them. Dear Lord, from 2008 onward, dear Lord, I've met with different shepherds, dear Lord, and, and they would say, 2006 and 7, Lord, they would say that there's nothing we can do. And it's all about love, and they talk about prophecy, and they talk about them being apostles. Lord, they don't know what an apostle is. Dear Lord, they do not hear your word. They will not hear the truth, and they will not listen to truth. All they're interested in is making money. They want to drive fancy cars. Lord, I, 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 I know I'm guilty of sinning be chasing after when you told me, dear God, I need to, to fund the word to go out to the world. I thought it was to get money from the world system. And I listened to these people of the world and they, and dear Lord, they, they use you to make you, dear Lord, discredited so they can stop you because it's a religious war. So Lord, they come after you and they try to stop you. They won't allow you to build your product. They won't allow to do anything. They trick you and use you until they can stop you good. But Lord, they could not stop your word coming forth. And, Lord, you used me in the times that they've given me hard times. And, and, dear Lord, how they took away everything from me. But, dear Lord, you gave me something so valuable for the whole world, as you told me at the age of 12 you would do. I had no idea. But, dear Lord, you've used it, dear Lord, for your purpose. And now, dear Lord, it's up to the people to receive the gift that you're giving to them. Lord, you're giving them your words and you're telling them that you're coming. The messenger of the covenant is coming, but not in the way they think you're coming. Lord, they think you're coming for just a rapture. They're not teaching the people that there's coming with separation judgment, and then there's coming for a kingdom inspection, and then the rapture. Dear Lord, 
the, the people aren't following these things, dear God. And dear Lord, there's a seven-year period before the Antichrist even comes into being, into power, and the ten kings before they come into power. But Lord, you're the one, it says right there in Zephaniah 8, you're the one coming in, and you're going to allow them to take away the nations. You're bringing these people forward to, to take away our nations and our rights, dear Lord, and, and separate us into the kingdoms that they've established, because, dear Lord, it's a lesson to us. Dear Lord, ten is the is the perfection of the earth, dear Lord, and we have not watched over the perfection of the earth. We have let these people, dear Lord, who claim to be environmentalists, who claim climate change and all these other things, dear Lord, and they're doing nothing but destroying the earth. Lord, they don't even know the way, dear Lord, of the science that rebuilds the earth. And, and when they do hear of it, they absolutely block it from being known. Because their goal is destruction of the people. They want to kill us with bad food. They want to kill us with the air. They want to kill us with all these things. Lord, they're doing everything in the world to destroy us while lying. Because they serve the devil who always lies. So they always lie. And we expect something else. Lord, you've let us, you've told us, you've shown us, dear God, that this is what's going to happen. You're the one allowing them to take away the nations because we've allowed it. You're giving it to us as a punishment. Dear Lord, the people that are trying to say the stock market and trading in the stock market think and the economic collapse is not coming. It's going to come because you're going to take it all away. Lord, you're saying that your fiery anger and your jealousy at us is what's going to cause us to come forward and, we're going to, and you're going to take away the nations. This nation of America, the nation of Israel as it's known as now, is going to be taken away. Lord, it's not going to be anything like it is today. The constitutions of all those nations is over with. Lord, you're going to reestablish everything your way. And Lord, you're going to reign for a season and seven years, a season and a time, as you said in Daniel 7, 12. And that season starts in the winter, this winter. Lord, you're making it clear this is the time. This is the time of the harvest right now. The people better hear it. And Lord, they better listen to Zephaniah 3, 8 because you're angry. And you're coming with fiery jealousy. Because they would not hear your words, they're going to receive what the Father said. The Father said in Deuteronomy 18, 19, if they will not hear your words, you're going to cause them to be held into account. Which is exactly what you're doing in Zephaniah 3, 8. And Father, we pray that they will hear that tonight. And Lord, we pray that they'll begin to put the belt of truth around their stomachs. Lord, that they will take and gird themselves. And Lord, I don't care what they use for a belt of truth, they need to understand, dear Lord, the belt of truth is the knowledge of your words, as you say in John seventeen seventeen. It's what separates them from the world, and it's what sets them apart so they can pass through these judgments in John five twenty four. If they will not hear this, they will be judged by your words, John twelve forty eight, Hosea six five. Lord, we pray they'll understand this. Lord, if they do not set themselves apart from your words, the flood of the words of the mouth that comes from the dragon will destroy them, Revelation twelve seventeen. There's nothing will keep it back. They will have sorrow from these kings of the princes. That is the land of Magog. Magog is those princes under that king. Dear Lord, they follow that king. They're serving him. All of our leaders of our nation, whether it's you know, all these Liebermans and everybody else, dear Lord, is serving the devil. Lord, just from the works they do, they're serving the devil. Our shepherds are serving the devil. Because, dear Lord, they're signed on with FEMA and DHS to put the people in emergency management camps. Dear Lord, it sounds good. Dear Lord, emergency help on the back of their blue jackets. 
blew, mocking your power, because they would not seek your words, which is where the power is found, Ecclesiastes 8, 4. Lord, they've sought the words of the dragon. And Lord, because of that, they're going to have sorrow. And these shepherds are going to be punished because of their blue coats. Dear Lord, that blue jacket fits them just well. And the devil knows what he's doing, Lord. When they put that on, dear Lord, and sign that DHS FEMA agreement, they sign themselves to serve the devil in, a, in direct violation of Revelation 18, 1 to 4. And Lord, Romans 13 does not cover them. Dear Lord, it says in there, dear Lord, if they read that clearly, it says that the, the one that's empowered by the king, which is God, dear Lord, those are the ones there to follow. And at this time, they're to come out from the world and seek the Lord because it's their job in Daniel 9.24 of reestablishing and appointing Jesus as the king. And they're not doing their job, therefore they're going to be fired. And dear Lord, I, I had a person the other day said they wish they could go in and fire all the preachers. They absolutely should because you're going to do it, Lord. And Lord, we pray that they understand they're going to be fired unless they turn and hear the truth. Father, we pray that they will hear this. We pray, Lord, you'll shake them up and let them understand that. Lord, when they go into Zephaniah 3, Lord, you have wonderful statements in there, dear God, if they will be ashamed of their works, if they will turn and repent like you tell them to in Joel 2. Lord, it's wonderful what you'll do for them. In Isaiah you said the same thing, dear Lord. Wonderful things you will do for the people if they will turn and repent and realize the sins that we've accomplished. Lord, we pray that they will turn. Lord, we're asking you at this time to bring forth your kingdom. We're asking, Lord, to make the people understand, dear Lord, what they must do. Lord, we're asking them to eat the bread. Lord, it's wonderful what you say in the scriptures there, dear Lord. In Zephaniah 3, I believe it is, dear God, where you say that you're going to cause... Dear Lord, the, the water to run down in the dry places, the, the valley of Shittim, which means dry place, the thorny bush. You're going to cause water to go there. Lord, you said that the wine is going to come off the mountain. Dear Lord, in other words, dear Lord, you're going to, from Mount Zion, the top of the heavens, you're going to cause the knowledge of the kingdom plan to come down on your people, which is what the wine represents. Lord, the bread of instruction, the people are going to willingly receive those who turn and come out now. Lord, I pray that they'd understand, dear Lord, that America is done. Russia's done. England is done. China's done. Israel, Saudi Arabia, Iran, all those countries are done. Dear Lord, when you mention Syria and that, when you mention um, Egypt and, and the scriptures, dear Lord, you're talking about the ways of those nations. But, Lord, the, the, the nations themselves, as they stand, are done. You're allowing the One World Order's Ten Kingdom plan to be put into place because we are going to have that as a punishment. Dear Lord, those who come out will come into your kingdom. You'll set those other ones apart from yours. Dear Lord, you'll have, dear Lord, a kingdom that's marvelous because, Lord, after they're refined, they'll rise up with you. But, Lord, until they get your words and come into refinement, they will not be risen up. Lord, you're going, to, you're going to divide them into your kingdoms of darkness and light. And, Lord, you said, dear Lord, the people of the ten kings are going to destroy the harlot. Because you didn't say the people of the nations are going to do it. The nations are going to come. Those of the nations that want to become one kingdom unto you, dear Lord, will come. 
Dear Lord, we pray that people understand this. Lord, you're going to divide them into the kingdoms. Lord, we pray they understand. And Lord, I heard it from my own ears, dear God, that they're going to destroy the nations. They're taking away the sovereignty. I sat in a meeting and, and that President Bush set up in Miami, dear God, in a DHS secret meeting. And they, they took me to that meeting where they were meeting with the, the leader, representative of the president of uh, Argentina. And Lord, they were explaining to them, dear Lord, they're setting up DHS was going to be controlling the borders and overseeing the borders of all those nations. This DHS is the police officers for the Crown Trust, not America. And dear Lord, the DHS was already controlling Mexico and Canada and the USA. And dear Lord, all these immigrants coming in from Central America, they're coming from our Navy ships and so forth to bring them there, train them, and then send them up to America. Dear Lord, and DHS white buses. White, can you believe it? Lord, what a mockery they've made of truth. Lord, we pray that you will hear your prayer, this prayer to God, and that you will cause these things to be made known to your people. We ask you, Lord, to remove the stumbling blocks and let the people understand, Lord, that if they will pray at this time, dear Lord, your desire is that to, to go out to the streets, dear Lord, and bring in the blind, the lame, the mind. But dear Lord, they must feed you first. And dear Lord, you will not touch and heal those at this time, dear Lord, and will not hear your word. Dear Lord, I pray that they'll understand, dear Lord, that the healings that many are doing at this time. And dear Lord, you said, dear God, that many who prophesied, maybe many who healed and, and many who um, cast out demons in your name will not be allowed into the kingdom of heaven in Matthew seven twenty one to 23 because they would not hear the truth and they're counted as lawless because they do not see the kingdom plan. They do not see that the nations are over. They do not see the words of God as the thing that overcomes and allows these people to pass through the judgments. They do not see that the king, the, the words of the king is the bread of instruction that they must have, dear Lord, at this time in the storehouse of their heart. We pray, Lord, that they'll understand this. We ask it in thy precious name to enable us to know what to do. Lord, feed us with that instruction that we might understand, dear Lord, how to go about helping your people at this time. Father, we pray that you will move your spirit, dear God, and cause those that will hear to come into your kingdom because the time's up and it's time for the harvest, Lord. Dear Lord, it's plenty white, but the problem of it is, Lord, the, the problem is they will not hear. If they will not hear, that's going to turn to darkness because the light's going to go out of the world. As you said in John 9, 4, 5. Lord, what a terrible thing. Dear Lord, we pray that they'll hear this. We're in the night of your, of your day of the Lord. We're in the last year of the night. And it ends in April. But you said, Lord, we must come out before the winter. In Matthew twenty four twenty, and Mark thirteen eighteen. Let the people hear that truth. We ask this in thy precious and holy name. In Jesus' name. Amen.